They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery. I'm here with my good friend, the voice that runs the place. The European champion, Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd, hailing from Bangor, Maine, until someone from that wretched state finally breaks down and downloads an episode of the podcast. We are here also with another great friend of the show, uh, the gentleman who created the perfect edge, the face of the heel, the mouth of the bout, the whole effing podcast, Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd, welcome aboard. Baby! <laughs> it is good to have you back. Uh, we have a lot to talk about this week. We were at the Icons of Wrestling Festival on Saturday at House of Hardcore. We have WWE Payback coming up this Sunday. But first, we just want to give a quick plug to a new friend of the show, TSC Magazines. It is the fastest growing magazine in the modern era of pro wrestling. They serve you with monthly issues which have fresh content only for wrestling addicts like you. Right from the ring to your desk, so pre-order a free issue now as per the free trials. From Matt... Well, I guess I'll just read off the letters of this website. You're not going to know what it looks like when I just say it. M-A-G-T-S-C dot simplesite dot com. That is simplesite, S-I-T-E. Or directly download the released issue from freeebooks.net that is free f-r-e-e hyphen ebooks.net so it was nice to meet those guys hopefully we will be hearing a lot from those guys in the future now on to the icons of wrestling <laughs> we had how many people there representing the matt freaking madness wrestling podcast t-shirt what was it 12 13 something like that it, it was double digits. Took over the joint. <laughs> Took it over. We did. We we were running running the whole place. We were running the the twenty three hundred arena that day. Uh, NXT takeover. Who? <laughs> <laughs> takeover. <laughs> yes, we gave T shirts to Tommy Dreamer, to X Pac, to Marty Jannetty, to Molina, and who was the fifth one that I'm Christian. forgetting? Christian, which Christian, was a good guess. We had we had. Uh, Christian take a picture holding the t-shirt up. We had Melina do the same thing with Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd. We also had Joey Rodermill and Derek McCauley take a picture of Sergeant Slaughter holding the t-shirt up. So a lot of activity for Matt Madness at Icons of Wrestling. I had a great time. I assume, Alo, you had a great time at Icons as well? I did. It was a lot of fun. In- <laughs> interesting, interesting adventures, but yeah. it was fun. <laughs> Donovan was Icons of Wrestling everything you thought it would be. It was that and more. It's definitely a, a, a lot of adventures, uh, a lot of good moments, a lot of uh, some some very awkward moments as well. But, you know, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. Okay. Some good moments. There were some highs and lows, but mostly highs. Um, I think we got a lot accomplished that day, though. Yeah, we did. I will say that, and I I know I mentioned on the show how part of I know I mentioned how much I loved uh, the Hardys returning to WrestleMania. I think I mentioned that that was like one of like the more emotional moments for me. Did I mention why that was such an emotional moment for me, or no? No, to I don't an think extent. You did. So 
part of it, a lot of it, had to do with Alo over here <laughs> sitting next to me. I was just thinking about this guy being like the biggest Hardys fan I know. Remembering <laughs> all the times we've talked about ten-year-old Alo drinking Capri Suns and and his Kool-Aid jammers, watching Matt and Jeff and their hijinks, and Jeff cost Matt the match multiple <laughs> times. Uh, oh, that God. that was a big part of it for me. Was just thinking like that was a big part of his childhood that we were seeing right then and there. M- maybe my favorite single thing <laughs> that happened at Icon <laughs> was the picture wow. of Alo, his best friend Ectufly, Eric Trembicki, along with the Hardys. We all know <laughs> that Alo is w- one of a handful of people who likes Matt Hardy more than Jeff. The picture of Alo standing directly behind Jeff. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's on our website, mattmadness.com. Uh, I post it on Facebook. It, if it's not already, it will be on the Matt Madness Facebook page. Do yourself a favor and <laughs> go seek it out if you have not seen the picture of Alo oh, with Jeff Hart. Jeff clearly knew that he was. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff exactly. clearly knew what was going a- on. Alo has the intensity of a young Chris Benoit in that picture. <laughs> And Jeff just has a look on his face like, I know this is the only guy who likes my brother more than he likes me. Could not be. And I would not. And I would not participate. Because <laughs> it was funny because only me and Matt showed emotion and Jeff and Eric did it. it was yeah, perfect. Jeff and Eric were, were not were not nearly as intense as. And, uh, but maybe that shows you exactly why he was the guy you liked better. Like he, Resting he Jeff face. Yeah. Uh, House of Hardcore. Uh, Alo, this is the second one you've been to. Donovan, this is the first House of Hardcore you've been to, correct? Yeah. <clears throat> I just would like your thoughts on this event compared to other events you've been to before. Uh, it's definitely the best one I've been to. Uh, wrestling-wise, I mean, WWE, like I've said, obviously, WWE is better uh, at entertaining, but mm-hmm. I feel like House of Hardcore did a really good job at both Um the matches were really dope. Even the guys like I didn't know, like, or the guys that you would think, like, mm, this may not be that great of a match. It was still entertaining. They were still good matches. Yeah. Um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed especially, you know, uh, the, the the main event brought the house down. I didn't know how they were going to top the whole um, uh, Hardys and Tommy Dreamer and uh, Bully Ray thing, but they definitely, uh, you know, brought the house down after that. So, <clears throat> uh, I had the same the same feeling. Alo, you and I weren't sitting together. One, I thought it was cool that we we went in there knowing, like, fact, the Hardys are not wrestling tonight. They're going to come out and do some type of promo or something, maybe a run-in, who knows. But we knew for a fact they weren't wrestling. And then they end up wrestling. We got to see them return to WWE at WrestleMania. We got to see them in a small venue like the old ECW arena uh, against uh, Bubba Ray Dudley and Tommy Dreamer. I thought that was awesome. I thought the promos before and after the match were incredible. And to Donovan's point, I thought, like, when that ended, I was like, I don't know how this main event is going to compete with what we just saw. And those guys brought the house down. So what what were your thoughts, Alo, on seeing the Hardys, what we ultimately got, and then that main event? Well, I was a bit underwhelmed with the autograph sign because mm-hmm. they seemed tired, but they had every right to be tired because they were yeah. just sitting there for hours signing autographs. But it's always great to meet my childhood heroes. <laughs> so that, that's always great. I don't care what kind of mood you're in. It's like, look, man, I, I understand. I'm not that kind of fan. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Because there was a guy that um, was acting security. Why wasn't Ric Flair st- staring at people? I'm like, look, guy, look, it, <laughs> this guy's tired. <laughs> like, imagine what he's been doing, doing other than drinking. Yeah. But, but it was a 
it was a fun event as always. Like this, this is my second one. It was no Tony Nese, so but that void was that void was filled because even every match from top to bottom was great. Even Matt Stryker, I was never entertained yeah. on Matt Stryker. I was like, oh wow, this is actually pretty entertaining for mm-hmm. Matt Stryker. And um, like you said about the whole Hardys against Bubba and Dreamer, it was like, how are you going to top that? Because I, I actually was like, so what's going to happen with Pen- what's going to main events? Pentagon still going to be here? What with Sammy Callahan? Could we saw Sammy Callahan? Um. During the um the pre the pre show autograph mm-hmm. side, so like, okay, how are you gonna do this? How you how you gonna top that? But they, they actually did top that. Yeah, and now and you it. know what? I, I didn't notice till afterwards. We didn't get any Leo Rush, and he was supposed to be there. Yeah, Leo Rush. Oh, was really? To be there. Yeah, he's supposed to be there too. So I'm not sure what happened with that, but it was it was a really entertaining night. I, I got to say, it was really entertaining. Brian Cage, <laughs> woo! <laughs> That's a big the the Lucha Lesnar. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That is a good way to put it. Yeah, He's it was, a monster. Yeah, but um, it was a great time. I always recommend House of Hardcore. I may not be able to go in August. I'll be, I think August 12th is the next one. If we do go, I'll, I'll miss the icons, but I may make the show. I'm not mm-hmm. 100% sure yet. But I recommend any, everyone and anybody to go. Yeah, Even and, if you don't know anybody, go. Yeah, so the, th- that's actually a point I was just about to make. I didn't know Leo Rush was supposed to be on the card. I, other than the Hardys, I had no idea who was going to be on the card. But I still was excited for it because I believe this is my fourth one, and they prove every time they're going to deliver. It's going to be a good show. You're going to get your money's worth. You're going to have fun. You're going to have something to talk about, you know, after the show's over, the next day, for weeks to come after that. So it, it really is a great show. It's a great time. House of Hardcore, wherever you're listening, if they're ever in your city, do yourself a favor. Even the the front row tickets are worth the price of admission whatever yeah. they are 60 65 bucks yeah and even um, even if you only go to wwe stuff like this is a good way to wash out all that crap you go through basically <laughs> on a weekly basis it's a good detox it's a good it's a really good detox it's like you're going there, yeah, you're going there, you're going there with a blank piece of paper and a clean slate and you just you just want it to be entertained you don't have to process anything you you don't know who anybody is and somebody could actually steal your heart like tony stole all our hearts like Ron told me you're gonna love Tony Nese, and I saw him. I, was like, I love this guy, right? <laughs> and and after that, after, after you see him, you might research him. You might find out where they are. Like you, you get guys from all, all promotions. You get Lucha. You get Ring of Honor. You get you get um, Evolve guys. You get Lucha guys. You get TNA guys. You get all kinds of guys from all these promotions, and you actually follow up on fo- follow up follow up on them after you see see them at House of Hardcore and actually become a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was most surprised to see Matt Stryker. Did now was he? Did you know he was on the card? Because I had no clue. Well, he was there last time. Nah, okay. I didn't know he was on the card, but the like, only thing I've seen him doing as of recently is doing the commentating on Lucha. I mm-hmm. never, when I seen him, I'm like, oh, like still wrestles. Okay. <laughs> like I didn't know he was still wrestling. I thought he was commentating. Yeah, it was. It was actually a, a decent match with who? I don't know who the guy was. He was. I in forgot the match who he with. was in the ring with. Um, something the clown. A clown. Yeah, it was definitely no, Chuck a clown. Was. Yeah, Chuck was the clown. That's what it was. Chuck. Yeah, it was like a creepy clown, a big giant creepy clown character. Um, so WWE Payback <laughs> this week. Uh, it's an odd show because it's spilling over into both Monday and Tuesday night. Uh, there are some guys that are not even set on as to which night they're going to be going on moving forward. Uh, but real quick before I get to Payback, there's some podcast I happen to see tweet something today of a letter they wrote to WWE creative complaining about Roman Reigns and you keep stuffing them down our throats and we don't like it and what's it going to take for you to learn hopefully you guys learn your lesson that we hate this guy and 
start changing things up. I don't remember what they're called. I don't even want to give them a shout-out on this show. As you shouldn't. But what I will say is, writing a letter to creative is not going to help your case. <laughs> Telling WWE that you don't like Roman Reigns is not going to help your case. Because you know what? You're still going to watch every Monday and Tuesday. You're still going to go to the shows when they're in your town. You're still going to buy merchandise of the guys you do like. So you, you have nothing. It's kind of like the Joker said to Batman in The Dark Knight. You have nothing to threaten me with. Yeah. You're, <laughs> it, it, My favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, thank you. If, you. if you're still going to spend your money on WWE, they don't have to change anything because they know they have you already. Exactly. And if Roman Reigns is in the main event... Who 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 does WWE see as the draw? Roman Reigns. Exactly. It, it's the only way you're going to get through to them is not booing, not complaining, not whining, not tweeting, not writing them a letter. You're going to have to basically go on strike for WWE, and it's going to take a lot more than you and the couple guys that are on your podcast. That's just a a little little bit of free advice for you. I'm not going to give you a free plug, but I'm going to give you a little free advice. Stop spending your money on WWE. That's the only way they're going to get the message. That's really it. Uh, so payback. Really. Vince does not care. <laughs> no. Well, that's the thing, though. If everybody who hates Roman Reigns stopped, he might notice and be like, "Oh, I might have to do something different." But we're still watching every week, so he's got to live with it. Yeah, like and then wrestling fans—they're real hypocritical because doesn't every top face get shoved down your throat? Yeah, that's just how <laughs> but, it is. But what people tend to forget is like this is a guy who won Superstar of the Year. He was once probably the most loved person out of the shield and then coming out of the shield he was still the most loved person so it's like you can't like people go to the drastic other end of it now like oh we hate Roman hate like a couple years ago everyone loved Roman like let's not act like everyone didn't love this guy and then on top of that, the guy can go in the ring. Like regardless of what you think, the guy can go. He's he took some cr- like crazy bumps like within the last two <laughs> years. Like yeah, like the dude he's a grown man who got thrown by another grown man <laughs> over a case. Like just last week. Like this guy can go. Like you can, like and at this point, it's the same thing I've been saying. Like. Vince had just turned him back full hill like he was when he was in the shield. Mm-hmm. He'll get over again that way. Like, I believe so. Like, he's done it before. He'll do it again. Just completely turn him hill. Yeah, and you have the perfect angle. Like, the, he retired the Undertaker. Like, that's the perfect angle to start with. And it's turning full hill. Like, I mean, if he, be, if he beats Braun at this moment, that's going to be hill because apparently Braun's over, like, at least more than he is. Like, just, just everything that you can possibly do that to get him hill, he just turn him hill, let him do that. And then he'll get back over again. And the thing is, they, people say, oh, Roman's not great in the ring. But when he was in the Shield, he was the rawest guy in the mm-hmm. group, and you loved him. Yeah. It's, it makes no sense. No, and he's ten times better now than he was. Exactly, he was and it makes no sense. I don't get it. And who... I'm better than Dean Ambrose. I feel like Roman yeah. bumped for Strowman two weeks ago or three weeks ago more than even James Ellsworth did <laughs> in that enhancement match from the summer. Like, he... I, I don't know. I A lot of the Roman complaining... I just feel like it's it's time to grow up and just accept it. Like they're, yeah. I really don't. They're not going to all of a sudden make him a mid card guy because a bunch of people that have podcasts don't like him. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, as long he's as taking sh- majority bumps for Braun Strowman. He took the belt, uh, the uh, the the turnbuckle thing mm-hmm. from Braun. He took the whole uh, multiple beat up till he got in the ambulance a uh, bit from Braun. And then last week he took you know getting thrown. Like he's 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 single handedly putting Braun Strowman over. Yeah, he, he's played a big part in the reaction that the crowd is giving to Strowman the last few weeks. Uh, so payback, one, 
Do we oh, really I, need... I interrupted Alo. I wanted oh, yeah. Alo to say his point. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Alo. I don't know what to Oh. Well, do we need a Papa Roach song to be the theme song of the <laughs> WWE pay-per-view in 2017? I didn't know they still made music. Me neither. Was anybody else kind of annoyed by that when they saw it? I didn't pay it? any mind. Well, I can't help but pay it mind. That, was, that annoyed me uh, more, than, more than a lot of stuff. Uh, how, Ayla, how excited are you for payback? One to ten. <laughs> ten being the most excited, one being the least. I'll give it a five just because of Lexa Bliss. Okay. Lowdown? I honestly haven't thought about it till just now. Um, uh, yeah, I guess in that ballpark somewhere. So you're five, right in maybe. the middle. Yeah, I'm lukewarm as well, right in the middle. I'd go between a four and a five. But only because of Alexa Bliss. That's it. <clears throat> I don't care about anything else that's going on. Oh, and the Hardys. Alexa Bliss and the Hardys. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it depends if the Hardy if the Hardys lose that this is gonna take a dramatic it's gonna go down to a dramatic two for me. <laughs> <laughs> so it already is a two if the Hardys lose the the tag titles. Yes, yeah, I mean it's, I don't know it's just like it's 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 a transitional pay per view, and it like it kind of like I don't know like nothing it just doesn't matter at this point like it's just a transitional pay per view like I feel like the people that they didn't have in feuds. Mm-hmm. Going into like the the superstar shakeup are still on the shows, and then the ones that did have fused, they switched them brands, which complicates things. It makes like the pay per view in some forms like useless. So like you know what I mean like I don't like they pulled Charlotte off of Raw to take her to SmackDown when <laughs> we'll, Sasha we'll honestly this. didn't really have a honest feud, and she could have been the one to move. The same yeah. with Jericho and, and Owens like. Even though I like Owens going to SmackDown, like they were already in feud. Why move? Why split them up when they're already in feud? If that's the case, you should have ended this thing at WrestleMania so that you've been able to transition Owens over there without having to still linger to fight Jericho at Payback. You want to fix this? You should do this at the Payback. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that hard. And, but the one thing, the one hope, the one thing that's given me hope is Payback usually delivers. Four years it's been in existence, I think, mm-hmm. is delivered. Yeah, it was a really good show last year, yeah. I remember. In the year before. That's called AJ Styles. Yeah. No, <laughs> even in the payback of 2015, <clears throat> delivered. Because me and Ron were both there. That delivered, and even in 14 and 13, it delivered. Paybacks technically usually deliver. Yeah. So that's the Don't one remember it, bro. I'm thing, not even going to lie. That's the one thing that I'm holding on to. Because yeah. paybacks always deliver. Uh, what is the main event for this show? Who cares? Roman. It is Roman and I'm Brock. sure I'm sure it'll be Roman and Strowman. So we haven't seen Roman Brock in, in what Goldberg. three weeks now? Yeah. Uh, we had the I guess the build to this was the dumpster match with Kalisto, <laughs> which Braun actually lost. Uh, it actually I thought the match was fun. Mm-hmm. I was entertained by it, I enjoyed it. I just thought the ending was a little weird, uh, that he actually lost. I didn't um, you didn't think it was weird? No, because the dumpster was so tiny. Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, first of all, that's not even how you win a dumpster match. Honestly, you got to close the yeah. lid. Well, that's what he ended up in there, and then it was just over. I was like, this yeah, doesn't make sense. Yeah, to you me. have to close the lid. But after I saw how tiny it was, I'm like, where, where did they find this? Where did they find this dumpster? That's not how you. Win. It's not even how you win a dumpster match. They put it over that. It's only happened twice in history. Yeah, and the first time on rub. But you supposed to get in the dumpster and close the lid. That's how you, that's how you win a dumpster match. That's not what, like that's not what happened. Yeah, he's Not standing. On Raw, baby. He's standing <laughs> All up. All you gotta do is be in a dumpster. <laughs> yeah, standing up in the dumpster, losing the match to Kalisto. But you know, good for Kalisto. Like I said, it was a fun match. Then he destroys Kalisto afterwards, pushes him off the four foot stage at most. I laughed so hard in the dumpster. Like... It was like okay. 
Yeah, that wasn't a good. That wasn't a good bit because just like he literally went two feet. Like, there's no way that he got injuries from that. Yeah, it wasn't like it was cactus and funk off the. No, that was foot. ridiculous. Yeah. Or uh, even uh, the the New Age Outlaws. You know when they did the uh, the yeah. whole dumpster bit. Like, yeah, with cactus and um. Oh, that was oh, them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the night after what? Mania 14. No, it was before. Oh, was I completely forgot who was inside of it. They went in the cage. Oh, that was there. the cage yeah. match after Mania 14. That's right. Um. Do you think they've done a good enough job building to this for the pay-per-view? Like, we haven't seen Roman. It might be good for him that he's been off TV all this time, and it's it really is selling what happened to him on Raw a few weeks ago. But, Alo, do you think that they've done an adequate job of building this for Sunday? Well, um, it goes hand-in-hand hand because of the fact that you have Roman Reigns cut a somewhat of a heelish promo the night of WrestleMania, and then next week, he's full-on baby mm-hmm. with Michael Cole, then gets destroyed by Strowman. Yeah. And then you have Strowman destroy Roman, and but Roman's the one who destroyed the un- who ended the Undertaker's career. So it's like, okay, so now you make Roman look weak after he <laughs> just ended the Undertaker's career. And then, but one thing I do like is that Roman didn't actually show up for the last two weeks and actually be, a, basically be, yeah. <clears throat> basically not, non-selling it, which was, which I think was smart. But the, but, uh, like it goes back to the fans hating Roman. They know what they're doing with Braun Strowman. They know, like that, a creative Vince and creative. They know that everybody hates Roman, and they have to get Strowman cheered. Because even going back to last year, and when Strowman first debuted, we all hated Braun Strowman. He was like, "What is this guy? Yeah, like get him off the television." And now he's probably the most one of the most popular guys on Raw. Apparently, yeah. Vince wasn't too keen on him either. No, Triple H talked about like he he would do stuff, and Vince would like just like this guy doesn't get it, and you know. What he's doing <laughs> yeah. And, really? Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. so, so it's like they actually made Braun Strowman a legitimate, a, a, a legitimate player in the company, j- just by destroying Roman Reigns and actually getting him a reaction. Because that's how you get a reaction. Doing something to Roman Reigns is how you get a reaction. The fact that Roman hasn't been on TV has been good. It builds Strowman up as a dominant force when it comes to this match. It has no stipulation, so yeah. I already know how this is going to end. Because this is a legitimate blood feud, and there's no stipulation, so this match is going to end in disqualification, and you're going to get the payoff at Extreme Rules. So, with that being said, Alo, who's going to win? Nobody. It's going to be a disqualification, and you're gonna get, you'll get the because as I said, it's a blood. There's going to be like a no finish, or no, no one finish, person is going to get the no finish, double disqualification, no contest, whatever you want to call it, because. To, to a legitimate blood feud, because I was saying a few weeks ago in the last week that this is either going to be a last man standing match or an ambulance match or a stretcher match. We didn't get those stipulations because mm-hmm. Roman didn't show up on Raw like I thought he was this past week because he had a week off. Like okay, that's selling it, but then you know they always got to have the have your top guy pop up, pop up and build to the pay per view. But they didn't do that, which is really shocking to me. Yeah. So since this match is this is just a straight up match, I just think it's going to be ending the no contest and the two will fight. They'll brawl to the end of the show. Roman will probably get the best of Strowman on, at payback. And then we'll get an extreme – well, um, probably next out of Raw, we'll get an announcement about Extreme Rules about that actually being the end-all, the end be-all between those two. Yeah. Uh, lowdown, who wins, Braun Strowman or Roman Reigns on Sunday? Uh, I feel like it all – like, to me, honestly, it all depends on – what they're going to do next. And I feel like out of these two right now, and to be honest, I feel like even though they've been building him up, Brian is kind of the more disposable one coming out of this match. Mm-hmm. So I can see Roman winning, um, especially since he's been on the losing end of the suit to me. Uh, well, I mean, obviously he's just been getting beat up. 
Um, but it all depends on really what they do with, with what they're planning to do with Roman afterwards. But I feel like at this point, Brian is the more disposable one. So I do agree with Alo's uh, theory on it as well. But I do feel like like if there's going to be a, a decisive winner, I feel like Roman's going to win. And, yes, that, and then if Roman does lose, then what was that basically offsets him retiring the Undertaker. The reason I say it's on a, it's another reason I say it's going to be and a no finish mm-hmm. is because. <laughs> Even if you have Roman lose at Extreme Rules, whether you, whether you like it or not, that beating the Undertaker was two to three months prior. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's still in your head, but it was further mm-hmm. further back in time. So that is how they usually see things. Because yeah. like you, you have to lose sometime, but that's how they kind of see things. Like, okay, it's not as fresh as it is the, be the month later. Yeah. Because Extreme Rules would be June 4th from WrestleMania was beginning of April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Roman. Um, I was tempted to to jump on Alo's prediction, but I feel like that wasn't the way I was leaning. I'm gonna let him have that one if he's right. He gets to be the, the one that was right. Um, so I'm gonna go with Roman Reigns. Uh, we have Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe. Uh, I again don't know. I, I think this goes back to something Alo said last week that they lost all the steam for this because. It was supposed to be before the Triple H match, and now it's coming after, and it's like the the less important of the two. Um, so this this whole thing is kind of falling a little flat for me. Not to take anything away from either guy, because Samoa Joe's great. Um, I thought his interview was great. I thought he was outshining the club, like <laughs> by light years. That's not hard. Yeah, um, we had the the six man tag with Enzo getting attacked. And taken out of the match, being replaced by Finn Balor, which it's always cool to see Finn come out. They're really holding back on the Demon King. Yes. Which I'm I'm happy to see that he they're they're not going that direction yet. Um because they were really I, running that into the ground, you know, eight months ago. Where you I do have that? a nitpick about that. Yeah, um, what is it? I like I just stop having Kurt Angle come out and announce that who that he's the partner for everything. Like just just come out. Like <laughs> um, we know it's you. Just come out. Yeah, I I can see that. Uh, I will say though that Kurt has been great. Yes, he has. It, like he's, oh yeah, <laughs> he's a breath of fresh air on the show every week now. With the Miz, he's yeah. Like, yeah, you need help? No, I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Him and Maurice was perfect. He's like, yeah. well, yeah, you too. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's like we said. He has not. He's not missed a beat. It's like he never left. He's incredible. Uh, he's he's been great on TV. A breath of fresh air. Uh, we had the baby faces winning it. Seth unveiling the new finisher. I believe for the first time on TV. Right. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a name for it. Um, the baby rainmaker. Yeah. What do you guys think of it? Low down. I'll, I'll let you take that one first. It's just a. It's a <laughs> knee version of the rainmaker. Uh, it's not. It's not terrible, but I feel like it's just a transitional move till you find something more. Uh, you know, concrete. So you're not impressed. Me personally. Uh, no, not really. I mean, it's a way to end the match, but you know, I mean, me personally, I don't. I like the curve stomp. If they can modify a way how to do that and make it look effective without hurting people, I'd rather them go back to the curve stomp. Same. Alo? I didn't mind it. The crowd didn't know how to react to it because the crowd was like, okay, what, okay, what is this? Yeah. But I like the fact that it sent a message to Triple H. It was like, okay, I don't need this pedigree no more. I did like that part. But like I said, the crowd didn't know how to react. So 
it took away uh, it took a, a lot of the way the the off factor of yeah. it. So they're, like, oh, so they're like, okay, what is this Neho thing? But I did love Kenny Omega tweeting after tweeting yeah. about it. <laughs> like, well, at least I still got my entrance music. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was great. Yeah. Do do you do you think it's a satisfactory finisher for him, or do you think they should be doing something else? Me personally, I would do something else, but. It's, he has to get away from the pedigree somehow, some way, and like I said, the crowd has to learn to build up to it and actually to get a like a like a um, a build up to it. Like they're yeah. like, oh, like like it's like okay, you're, you know that's your finisher. The crowd's like, okay, you just did hit a knee because they, they don't know what it is yet. Yeah, I'm not happy with it. I think they can do better, but uh, I mean, it's what we're gonna get. So just gotta live with it. As long as it's not a DDT. Yeah, too many DDTs out there. You're right. Well, the DDT is right up there with the super kick. The goddamn DDT. <laughs> As Stone Cold shouts out the DDT right next to me. Um, this was a fun match. Uh, I was glad that they mentioned uh, Finn's history with Samoa Joe because they'll say, you know, oh, NXT is for a very specific audience. <laughs> Not everybody's going to get NXT, but then when somebody from NXT comes up, they act like everybody's supposed to know. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, that they actually did. made mention. And then they don't want to acknowledge it sometimes. Yeah. Love. It, oh, weird. by the way, mm-hmm. Alo, I have a, uh, I have an archive question to action. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I actually watched the, uh, uh, the Backlash 2000. Okay. And I need to know what episode the Stone Cold bit is on where he's like, you know, Everyone's wondering whose side I'm on. I'm on the oh, side that the I've always been on. That's the, mine. The SmackDown before. I need to watch that because mm-hmm. that is hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, the SmackDown before backlash. All right, guys. I uh, <laughs> so, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, I believe while the build has not been everything we would have wanted, I think the match is going to be great. Um, lowdown, Seth Rollins or Samoa Joe, who wins on Sunday? Uh, this is one of those matches where I would kind of just sit back and watch it play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I honestly don't. I don't see where either of them are really going after this. Like, because Seth already fought Triple H, Some, uh, Samoa Joe was kind of like in limbo, really. Like, outside of this match, like, what does he really go from here? But I mean, I feel like I don't know. Like, it's hard to tell. Like, a lot of these matches are just hard to tell. Um, I would think Seth would win, mm-hmm. but I could see how Samoa Joe would win, would continue the feud going, because then Seth would feel like he needs to beat him because he, you know, hurt him and he's lost a match to him. So I, I, would, I could see either one of them winning, but to keep the feud going, I would go with Samoa Joe. Okay, Alo? Well, I like Donovan's whole point, because I'm up and down with this match, too, because Seth did come off a high of being yeah. Triple H, and and like we said, it's like okay, we're going, you're going back down to Samoa Joe, but it wasn't supposed to be this way anyway. And I have no idea what Seth does after this. So, hmm. Ah, no, Triple H does come back because Stephanie <laughs> went through that table, and he was very pissed at the end of it, but he didn't get to get his kicks off for it. So Triple H, we will see Seth and Triple H again, and maybe at SummerSlam. I, I, I doubt they make us wait to WrestleMania to see that again. But he's going to have to answer for that. And Samoa Joe did make that point pretty much clear that, you know, he will pay for the sins of that. So it all depends on when we're going to get that match. But if we're going to get that match soon, then he has to beat Samoa Joe and continue to rub it in Triple H's face that he beats Samoa Joe. Hmm. That's a good point, too. I like your point. I do like your point. Um, I have liked Raw lately without the the McMahons. I, do, I, I really have because it's something so fresh. So much Shocking. better. Yeah. 
no, so much better. Shocking it's good to not have the same thing every yes. week for 10 years. Yeah, I, I've appreciated it so much. <laughs> but I do like Donovan's point because, no pun intended, the name of the pay-per-view is Payback, and he still has to mm-hmm. get Payback for Stephanie. And Triple H being on TV, I don't mind because he's not like Stephanie. Right. And we're not going to get a whole bunch of office stuff. So um, I'm going to go out on a limb and pick some up with Joe. I looked at, I just checked the better now. Seth Rollins is the favorite. But I think I kind of think Joe's going to win because after this, because if, if Seth does win, Joe has no gripe. And then what does Seth do after this? Yeah, to me, the betting odds are not telling until Sunday. Yeah. Because that's when all the smart money comes in, and they're, they're not always right, but they're right more often than they're wrong. Uh, this, is, this one's tough for me because I feel like neither guy needs a loss right now. Yeah. Like, Samoa Joe is still making his way on the main roster. Seth is coming off of, like, this was what was supposed to catapult him back to the relevance that he had a year ago. Um, Maybe this ends without a, a decisive winner. It could. And I, I was thinking that, but I just feel like they do treat the Triple H match at WrestleMania as if it's a title match or has the same significance. I can't imagine that they're going to waste him winning over Triple H at WrestleMania to not have him win his next match at the next pay-per-view. So I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Uh, but I think it's going to be a great match. We'll compete for, for match of the night, I believe. Um, moving on to the women, we have... Before you say that, there's yes. two people that I'm dreading coming back to Raw. And a lot of people forget the second person. Obviously, the first person is Stephanie. Uh-huh. It's no secret that I don't like her on stream. Right. And number two is, and Booker T has been filling in for him, Otunga's oh, on Raw. Yeah, hopefully that movie goes over budget and films <laughs> for longer than it's supposed to. Because he can keep filming that movie for the rest yes. of his career, For uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, King what, Booker. <laughs> What is the women's match at Payback? Alexa and it Bailey. It is Alexa and Bailey. Okay. Alexa and Bailey, sure. yeah. See, this is where I'm getting confused, where it's like the shows are crossing over, and I'm like, I don't know what match is where. Uh, we had Alexa Bliss cutting a promo where she's basically just roasting Bailey and the crowd. Um, saying she's not on, yeah, she's not on Raw to talk. She's on Raw to win. I love that. Uh, Bailey came out and tried to defend herself a little bit. Alexa just goes in even harder. I'm going to beat you in your hometown in front of your own father. Have you ever even kissed a boy, which I totally popped for that. That was great. That was hilarious. I popped for the Candyland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not Candyland. Sasha comes out. I will say her swagger and her demeanor coming out was great. We haven't really seen that as much because she's been more of a baby face for a long time. Um she tells Alexa, you know, Bailey's going to shut you up on Sunday, but I'm going to shut you up right now. Uh, I love Very weird to me. What? That Because uh, it just seems like, it, I mean, it plays in, like, to her inching in to kind of, mm-hmm. like, turn on Bailey. But, like, like I said, like, it all, like, it all depends on the timing of how they're going to do these things. I actually finished my list on the 10 things that WWE needs to stop in 2017. But yeah. we'll do that later date. Okay. But that's one of the things is just like prolonging storylines. Like, what are you prolonging it for? Like, if you're trying to get other people in there, then I understand. But if not, like, let's just get these stories in. Like, get them in there. Like, but yeah, you can't I just mean, keep saving it forever. Yeah, because it's just like you'll inch to it, then you'll go away, and then you'll inch to it, then you'll go away. And it's like just. Like, either you're going to give it to us or you're not. If not, then just wait till it's the time to give it to us, and then you start doing everything all at one point. Yeah, it, it, this definitely is like a slow burn. Like, to me, 
I viewed this a lot as like Sasha is kind of stepping on Bailey's toes last night or on Monday night. Um, yeah, because she's still like kind of babying her. Like Sasha's gonna beat you. I mean, uh, uh, Bailey's gonna beat you Sunday, and then like it's just like kind of like that. Like she's still kind of like babying her, like mm-hmm. a little pat on the head type of thing. Yeah, like so. I'm speaking for you on your behalf. Um, yeah. Alexa saying she feels unsafe in the ring with. I Sasha. love that. <laughs> I got an important match. I feel unsafe. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Um, then we end up with the Sasha versus Alexa matchup. Do do we feel like they kind of went to this a little soon? I, I'm not gonna lie. I thought the match was good. The match was fun. I, and I told you guys last week, I was more excited to see Sasha and Alexa than I was to see Sasha turn on Bailey, and I've been waiting for that a long time. It was good to see them in the match together, and I love the way it played out. Um, it was good to see it, but I felt like it should it could have been. I don't know. I felt like I would have wanted to see a full match in them, so I would have rather waited. Yeah, like I felt like wait, they could have waited a little while before they ran with this, but I think it was good that they, at least it was a match where Alexa just ducked out, mm-hmm. got herself counted out. There was no finish to it. It's still unresolved, so there's at least that. Um, yeah, because they're my two. They're two of my three top favorite. Div- uh, well, not diva, sorry, women right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would have just had rather waited to see it. Yeah, Alo, your thoughts? Well, um, Alexa, she's been fantastic, mm-hmm. but I like the fact that they put her in this title, 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 <clears throat> the title <clears throat> scene right away because she, she, she was the big name for the women's division. It's on SmackDown yeah. Live coming to Raw, so I thought that was great. The build has been, eh, whatever it is. But Alexa just, she is outshining Sasha and Bailey right now. Mm-hmm. Like you said about Sasha, basically belittling Bailey still. Bailey's going to get you, this and that. So when it comes to this match, well, you could tell that they were holding off. Well, they were holding back between Alexa, I mean, yeah. Alexa and Sasha because Sa- um, Alexa powdering and going back, running from Bailey and coming back out, attack, attack Bailey. I thought that was, that was a great touch. So when it comes to this match, I think Bailey wins, and I think Sasha helps her beat Alexa, and you can get that full Alexa versus Sasha thing. Because, like I said, I think what they're going to do is, you know, like Donovan just said, they need to stop prolonging things, but you know what they're prolonging things for is for their top four shows. Yeah. That's what they do now, which makes no sense to me. <laughs> they, they like to pay things over at two, at two, at, um, your top three or four shows a year. so And that's fine. Just, like, do it closer to that time. Yeah, but and that's what they're doing. Like, we're com- you're, you're talking about that. Why didn't Sasha turn heel already? Like, okay, you have to spread this thing out. So what my thing was, I think the next challenge will probably be Naya, and then around July, you can get them all in a fatal four-way because even though we got one at WrestleMania, that will been three or four months prior. So you can get that fatal four-way and then get the heel turn from Sasha then. And remember, Emma's back too. Yeah. So you can have something something going on with Emma. And that that can get you to July. Like, they have content that can get you to July in the beginning of August so you can finally get that heel turn. Yeah. Uh, lowdown, Alexa or Bailey? I want Alexa. Do you think that's who's going to pull out the win? Or it's just uh, who you want to see win? Uh, I think Bailey might win, but I would like to personally see Alexa win. Yeah, I want Alexa to win too, but I just think for, for what they want to do is Bailey. Yeah, I can't see them taking the belt off Bailey yet. Uh, so I I wouldn't be shocked if Alexa won, but I'm I'm leaning towards Bailey actually winning this match. Uh, Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox. <laughs> that match was a mess. I thought Dana actually hurt Alicia yes. Fox. 
at the end of that with her, whatever her version of the Michinoku driver is called, I forget. We haven't seen her use it in a while. Emma ringside giving her the big hug. I actually like Dana Brooke. I I don't mind her either. I was really starting to like her in NXT, and then they just never found anything really good to do with her on the main roster because Emma got hurt. Yeah, she's good with Emma. Yeah, she was great. I, I still wanted her versus uh, Charlotte. Like, they did that whole bit for nothing for nothing because they moved Charlotte to – well, she got it to the whole WrestleMania thing, and then she ended up leaving. So it was like you did that whole bit for nothing, really. Like, Charlotte got her come up at, like a very small come up. Mm-hmm. Well, she deserved a much bigger one than that. Yeah, then we, we I don't know, it'll be years probably before we get that paid off, if ever. Oh, they're going to get paid off because um, they, they dropped the ball. Because remember around January, well, December and January, when she dropped the title to Bailey, like she just randomly started popping up again. It's like, yeah. where have you been? Yeah. Uh, Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> we have. The what? <laughs> yeah, the Intercontinental Championship. It is not uh, in its, its same glory it was in a few months ago. Uh, around the waist of Dean Ambrose. I do, though, still enjoy Ambrose and The Miz feuding because I think The Miz brings something out of Ambrose that a lot of guys don't. Uh, we ended up with the tag match between Ambrose and Jericho against The Miz with some partner or some co-star he was going to have to find throughout the night. Did you guys li- at least like the... Uh, the Ambrose-Jericho-Miz segment with the dueling talk shows again. It fell flat for me because, like, I didn't think Jericho had a place there, only because he had a talk show. That's why he kind of was there. But mm-hmm. he had to do something to actually have some – have a actually go out there to have a problem – well, Because his opponent isn't on the same yeah, show. Exactly. He, they had to find <laughs> He had something. the best part of that whole bit, though. <laughs> yeah, he had, he, he had to do something to build to, – Build up his match with Kevin Owens on Smack um, at Payback because they're not on the same show, which makes no sense. Yeah, you could just just did all this after Payback, literally the night after Payback could could just did, did this. But um, I like the Miz coming out because you know the Miz interaction with anybody is usually great. And Dean Dean was funny here, but this is not the Dean Ambrose I like. Like his Dean Ambrose was funny. It hit here, like the whole. I love when him and Jericho together and they bring mm-hmm. up the jacket every yeah. time because that will never get old. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Stupid idiot bit was good too. <laughs> it yeah, was. you're right, Jericho. He's a stupid idiot. He's like he didn't say that. <laughs> no, I'm not. I was thinking it. I was going to say. It. I was going to say. It. And, and then the backstage segment, segment with uh, I need you to take me off the list of yeah. tag team partners. He's yeah, like, I, I got good. you. I got you his jacket. It looks it looks the same. He's like, what well, is this big and petty? Petty. Yeah, that was <laughs> funny. Him saying, well, the jacket. Is, look, the jacket is is great. It's a beautiful jacket. It's, you see, showed a little charisma. Yeah, it's the biggest rage on the on the runways of Paris. I love, though, that he did take him off the list and then put him right back on afterwards. Um, Elias Sampson drifting throughout the night is, I love it. So you're, that's, so yeah, that is you. a good bit. Just, like, just I don't even know who walk, that is. Walking by any, everybody at, in Matthew's segment, I love it. It is so terrible. Yeah, him walking by Angle in the Miz and him saying, him is like, no, not him, like that he, that he didn't pick him as his partner. Um, it was funny because Angle was like, he needed a better choice than that. He was like, I don't even know who that is. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the jacket stuff was good. Jericho saying the jacket is pretty cool made me last. Dean getting taken off the list. Um, I do think that Miz and Angle are awesome together. <laughs> it really is great. Miz ends up with Bray Wyatt as his, his mystery <laughs> co-star at the end of the night for whatever reason. I don't I don't know why. I have to apologize to Alo. Why? What's that? 
I'm starting to see the light on Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Thank you. And it may not even be him, but it's, it, you know, yeah, it's, you know, they're not doing good things with him. It's yeah, not, you know. it's not him. I like Bray Wyatt as much, if not more, than anybody else, and they just don't do anything worthwhile with him. Someone on TJR Wrestling today actually wrote that uh, he's becoming WWE's lovable loser, which is true because he loses every every match, mm. every feud. Is there is is there someone who 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 loses more than him that not, we love? Not many. I mean, Dolph Ziggler, but I don't think Ty people Dillinger. loved him like they used to. We him. don't love him. We don't I'll, love I'll get Dolph. To, right I'll, now. I'll get to him later. <laughs> but I feel like Sammy's in that category as well. Yeah, he's getting there. Um, Cause I got a lot to say about this. I don't know if you have anything to say. Because this isn't a match, by the way. I'll, no, it's not. It's not a match. Because this made no sense to me. Because... Yeah, Tank Cow was completely, like, null and void. Like, that thing was nowhere to be found. Like, mm-hmm. the ref wasn't even counting, like, so. Yeah, yeah so, like, this whole thing, this whole segment and whatever, it, it starts to show in the main events raw. So it has zero, and it ends up having zero payback. Because the Intercontinental title isn't even on the card at Payback, which makes zero sense. So yeah. you spend all this time investing it throughout the night, and Ambrose isn't even on the card, and you throw Miz on Miz TV with Finn Balor for whatever reason. Now, <laughs> did I miss anything when it no. came to that? It, so it just randomly popped up, Miz, mm-hmm. Finn Balor, Miz TV? As far as I know. Okay. Unless I missed it, too. Did I, mean, I miss something from that? No, nah, but I think it's because, like, he doesn't have a legit feud anymore, like, What's the point of putting that title on the pay-per-view where Dean doesn't really have a feud? No, he has a feud with The Miz. That's, that's what I'm saying. This has been a thing since <sighs> they came over from the shake-up. And that, I mean, and, but it's not enough where, like, it's not something that we need to see right away. I can hold off on it. Like, I'm not, but I'm my, not too, uh, no, my, I don't care But my point it. is, you put all this time on Raw to build it up even more for the for last Well, yeah, I get, I get your point. I definitely like, understand your point. I yeah. get it. I definitely understand it. Yeah, and that makes no sense. And you throw Bray Wyatt <laughs> in there. Which he has zero place. We have mm-hmm. no idea what he's doing. And he supposedly he was supposed to do a thing with Finn Balor, but that hasn't come to fruition in the last two weeks. So we have no idea what he's doing on Raw. That's because Finn continues to be the surprise tag team partner in every <laughs> match that needs somebody to fill in. Well, yeah, this is definitely very confusing. It's kind of hard to even structure this show tonight because we got to do the re- preview, the pay-per-view for both shows and we're kind of talking about things that have nothing to do with the show it's a, it makes no sense it makes no sense i'm like what I, what is this like what why is bray white on my television now yeah it, it's... the only time i need to see him was he was talking about his house of horror match mm-hmm. which i'll get to yeah uh tag division the hardys versus cesaro and sheamus uh we had matt versus sheamus matt still teasing broken matt <laughs> like off and on uh, he wins with the twist of fate. The Hardy swept those two singles matches, which is a that is a little bit of a shakeup for Raw because usually mm-hmm. tag team champions in a singles match are automatically going to lose. Yep. They actually won both. I guess they're protecting the Hardys for now. Sheamus actually shakes Matt's hand after the match, shows some respect. I think this uh, is going to be an awesome match. Yeah. I just came up with a good point. Uh huh. Jeff Hardy chose the other Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Thanks for the t-shirt, Jeff. He chose the other Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, and Alo's not going to shed any tears about that because he's not the biggest Jeff guy in the Jeff world. Jeff does not care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this match is going to be great. This is another match I think will compete for match of the night. 
Um, Alo, you, you feeling excited about this one? Yeah, I'm excited for the match because Cesaro and Sheamus, however you feel about them, they're great in-ring workers. And you know, Cesaro, when Cesaro goes on his runs, it's, it's probably the most entertaining thing in the company, arguably. But I think the match is going to be really, really fun. Like you said, a, a possible match of the night contender, probably, probably my top two. But um, I think, like, the Hardys sweeping Cesaro and Sheamus kind of really, really shocked me because mm-hmm. that, that hasn't happened in years. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. So, and then with the whole, the con- the confrontation when, um, had a match ended with, with I think, um, did Jeff run into Sheamus or something like that? Yeah. No, Sheamus pushed Jeff and okay. then Jeff got on the ring yeah, and, okay. uh, the, uh, the ropes and, you know, then, uh, I think Matt, uh, put him in a twist of fate and he okay. ended up losing okay, Cesaro so, one berserk. All right, so... I think the Hardy pissed off Cesaro. Yeah, yeah, and um, they were. I, th- I know they were reluctant to shake hands after the match, but Sheamus was the bigger person. Mm-hmm. They've done, they've done it the last two weeks too. So I think the Hardys kind of. I think the Hardys will retain the titles if you get Cesaro and Sheamus actually turning heel. Do the Hardys hold the title until they're ready to make them broken? Well, I think so because my thing was I thought they would drop them to the revival by June, July. That's not going to happen now because Dash Wilder Wall- be got hurt. So I'm not sure what, what they're going to do. But I do which think, saddens me. <laughs> which, but, but I do, I do, I do, th- I do think you'll start leading towards broken uh, when the title reign is coming, coming close to an end. I think so too. But you're projecting the Hardys. I to think win. the Hardys win. Lowdown one. How much are you looking forward to this tag team title match? And two, who do you think wins it? Uh, honestly, don't. I don't really care. Um, really. Nah, like I like, I like I honestly would like I would have liked Cesaro to be away from Sheamus at this point and go to SmackDown, but um on top of that like I'm I don't know like I just that's not the team I want to see go against the Hardys right now and it's hard because on Raw it's like I really don't know who I would want to see go against <laughs> the Hardys for the title right now, um and I mean the the Hardys completely like just ruin everyone's WrestleMania prediction for the tag team title because everyone yeah. like just like Enzo and Cass is gonna get it. Then the hardest come out and it's like we completely forgot about Enzo and Cass. <laughs> yeah. So um as far as the match it's like, you know, it'll be a good match. I won't doubt that doubt it being a good match, but like I don't I mean it is what it is for me caring to see it. But um I think the Hardys are gonna win. Like I think they're gonna hold on to the straps for a while. Yeah, I think the Hardys I really have no doubt about that. The them winning the two matches the previous week Maybe throws a little doubt, like, ah, oh, you know, usually what happens on the shows kind of dictates what happens on the pay-per-view, but I can't see them taking the, the belts off the Hardys yet. They're still brand new. WWE super excited to have them back. I don't think they're going to kind of pull the reins back on them at all anytime soon. Cruiserweight match, Austin Aries versus Neville. Austin Aries, I like him more every week. <laughs> you know, me, Austin Aries and I had some heat for a while. I'm not even demanding that apology for stealing my Perfect 20 nickname. You can take it if you want. Uh, he's been unbelievable. Him giving Kurt Angle the banana, saying I, I gave it. you a snack, was awesome. Uh, and this match, it was, it was great on the pre-show of WrestleMania. It is going to be... It's not on the pre-show again, is no. it? Payback? Okay, no, good. I think it's on the actual show. I think the uh, end zone cast, and I think... Uh, is it the... the Miss, uh, Miss TV. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, Finn and yeah, in the end zone cast, I think in the the club, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or again. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so, so <laughs> I mean, which you know, no one cares. But anyway. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to this match. We had 
A tag match with TJ Perkins and Neville against Gallagher and Austin Aries. Love the brawl to start the match. You actually felt the heat between these four guys in this match, like that these four guys do not like each other. Uh, Gallagher and Aries win. I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I don't know exactly what's going to happen because I think Neville has been a really good cruiserweight champion. I think he's brought a lot to the table. But I feel like Austin Aries has earned it. So I'm not sure which way I'm leaning yet. Uh, Donovan, what what are your feelings about this cruiserweight title match? Uh, I, this is a match I'm looking forward to. Um, as far as these two, I feel like they should kind of like give them a little bit of time, but like pass the title between those two until Cedric Alexander comes back, in my personal opinion. Um, but I, I like these two uh, going against each other. And um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't actually be opposed to seeing a ladder match at some point between these two. Uh, so I'm interested in the match, and I, uh, I can't wait to see it. I'm excited as well, Alo. Yeah, I'm excited to see this match too because the WrestleMania match on the pre-show was outstanding. That was probably maybe the second best match on the card of WrestleMania. Well, at WrestleMania because it actually it should have been on the main yeah. card. It should have been. been. I'm not, I'm not debating. I'm not arguing that <laughs> at all. Um, this whole new, this whole TJP thing. I don't, I don't know what to make of it because he's going to be, he's basically ne- um, Neville's new roadie, basically. So I don't know what to make, really, I don't know what to make, I don't know really what to make of it. Is he going to get involved in this match? Because it's been like he's been adamant, um, Neville's been adamant about TJP for the last few weeks, and TJP could actually maybe do something heelish here. Mm-hmm. But since Aries didn't win in WrestleMania, like you said, I think he does deserve it because he's been fantastic, yeah. even on 205 Live, he's been awesome. Commentating and in the mm-hmm. ring, so I think Air, I think I think Neville's held it long enough because he held it since the Rumble. I think he's held it long enough, and Aries isn't quite the new hot, the new thing on the block. As I made, as I talked yeah. about months ago, like the, like you could tell, the the, the new thing of the week always oh, got the Cruiserweight title. Right. So Neville's had it for about four or five months now, so he can actually drop the title. I think Aries wins. So from what Derek and Russ have said on Falls Count Anywhere, and I think uh, we had so much to talk about at the beginning, I forgot to bring up Falls Count Anywhere. You can listen to it on Podbean and iTunes, similar to us, Derek McCauley and, and Rusty Agostino. But I believe that they, they kind of have alluded to the fact that 205 Live is filling in the blanks on Perkins a little bit. Uh, like, he's had some more character development on 205 Live than what we've seen on Raw. Um, I haven't mm-hmm. watched it. I think I may finally dive into 205 Live over the weekend. because I've had- I have, but it's just like, it's... It's kind of hard to tell. Like, I don't even think T.J. Perkins knows it's fully to a full extent of what he's doing. Like, it's like he's still wearing, like, mad colors. He's still, like, video gamey, <laughs> and, like, he's still dabbing. It's That's like, I don't know what that is now. It is. Yeah, the dab but I don't mind. Dab is heelish in 2017. That died last year. <laughs> but, I don't know. It's just, like, it's hard to kind of take him seriously as a heel, like, Cause now, I mean, you you know, it's a lot of the people that they turn heel. The, the you know color scheme changes, the attitude changes, and it's still like he's still like nice, but trying to be me. Yeah, I but I, I think I'm gonna dip my toe into 205 Live. I, I've said from the beginning, I'm not gonna watch it until people give me a reason to. And I've had like at least a half dozen people tell me like you need to start watching it. It's getting better every week. So I think I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, did we give predictions? Did, were you predicting Aries. Aries to win? Lowdown, Aries or TJP? Or, I'm sorry, Aries it's or... Uh, definitely no. <laughs> not TJP. <laughs> Aries or um, no. I'm going Aries because he lost that mania. 
I'm going to say Austin Aries as well. I think it's time to pull the trigger on that. Um, so we're, we're is that the first one we're all unanimous on? I think I believe so. Yeah. Um, no, we all said the Hardys too, right? Oh uh, yeah, we did. Um, Titus. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when your dad shows up at draft day. <laughs> yeah, Apollo gets the win over uh, Kurt Hawkins, and Titus goes out there. To congratulate him, it looked like Apollo didn't really know what to make of it. The first time he hasn't smiled, I love it. Yeah, he was very confused, but he did tweet last night or today saying uh, he's starting to think the Titus brand may be a good thing for him. (laughs) So maybe this is something for these two guys to do. Do either one of you have high hopes for this turning into something enjoyable? After that selfie by itself, I'm interested. I mean, yeah, that by itself to me was very entertaining. Like he just showed up, like you know, the father who hasn't been who's been gone all his life, and then draft day he gets drafted. He's like, "Yes, son, we did it." So it's like, I knew you could do it. It's like, no, you didn't. Like you completely wrote me off. (laughs) Yeah, um, I I had in my notes like originally that Apollo came out. I was like, "Where's Titus?" It was was so bad that he just showed up and like moves the ref out the way. (laughs) So, but I think something good could come from it. I'm hoping something does because Apollo is a guy with so much potential and he's fun to watch, but we just need, you need something to sink your teeth into. Is Darren um, Young still a part of the company? He's hurt. Did we yes. ever make him great again? No. 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 And then he went out and had shoulders. Did we figure out when he was great in the first place? No, nobody's, we've been digging back through, through the archives and have not figured that out yet. But my hunch is that he never was which is why I don't know how they were ever going to make him great again, which is why it didn't work. Um, So the last two, I guess this kind of leads us into SmackDown. We have Jericho and Owens fighting for the United States Championship. We already mentioned Jericho's highlight reel hijinks, his part in the six-man tag, uh, him making amends with his bad blood with Dean Ambrose, uh, him bringing up that Dean still owed him (laughs) $15,000 for the jacket. I loved how much Marie sold being put on the list, too. Oh, yeah. Like, she was, <laughs> she was furious mad. that she got put on the list. I think um, she cussed. Yeah, she did. We She's had, like, what the f- <laughs> <laughs> We had Owens um, on commentary for AJ and Baron Corbin. He did not have a match, but he got involved post-match. Alo, does Kevin Owens retain, or does Chris Jericho win and move to SmackDown? Owens. Owens retains. Uh, lowdown? Well, we all know that I have a, a bias in this match, so I'm going with <laughs> Kevin Owens. I'm going Kevin Owens as well. As much as I wanted to see Jericho get a long run with the U.S. title or get, you know, give Owens his comeuppance for turning on him at the Festival of Friendship, Jericho's not around long term. Kevin Owens is. There's no reason for Jericho to win that title as much as I love him. So I say Owens retains. Um, I guess I probably should have gone to this first, but the, but maybe not. The WWE Championship match between Bray and Randy. It's not, it's not for the title. Oh, yeah, it's not for the title anymore. The champion is just in the match. Wait, what? It's not for the title. Yeah, it's not for the WWE Championship anymore. Just, so why are they making match. us watch it? Exactly. <laughs> I don't glad care you reminded for this. Me. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you reminded me of that because it really doesn't matter. My hope is that that gives them an out for having Bray Wyatt win yeah. without taking the title to Raw with him. No, um, it's just stupid. What are they going to watch? Horror movies in the middle of the ring? Like, no one uh, cares about this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
one thing. Actually, the match between Orton and Eric Rowan wasn't that bad. I thought it was a decent match. I didn't really care a whole lot about it. But it really bothered me that Orton comes out and says, I have no idea what a House of Horrors match is, but something tells me Sunday I'm going to find out. Well, like, obviously you're going to find out on Sunday. You're in the match. We're all like, going to find no... out. The writers are going to find yes, out the writers what it is. Find yeah, you're right. They may not know what it is. But the fact that he says something tells me I'm going to find out, like, yeah, obviously you're in that match. You are going to find out. The best part of this was Jinder Mahal coming out post-match, getting even more heat. Team Jinder. Yeah, leaving with the title. I'm Team Jinder. I believe in Jinder. Yeah, taking the title out with him, leaving in a limo, holding the title up. I honestly really enjoyed this. I'm glad that they're building upon it. I'm glad that they're running with it. Because they could have seen some of the reaction to it and be like, ah, maybe we don't want to do this. But they've committed to it. Uh Donovan's already said how much he liked it. Alo, are you still in on this or not really? Well, it started out flat for me because he basically just came out and he didn't say much. He basically said what he said last mm-hmm. week. And I was like, I was like, eh, eh, this is just a repeat of the last week. And then I thought it was going to end quickly, but it didn't. And when he started speaking Indian, I was like, okay, that's typical heel heat because mm-hmm. the, the, the crowd doesn't know what you're saying. So it's just typically going to boo you. Yeah. Anyway. The one thing I did like is him... St- I, don't, I usually hate when people steal the title. Yeah. But I didn't mind it here because his whole point was, you American fans, you think I'm a joke. Yeah. And you don't respect me because of my because of my heritage. Because so, I'm different. Because yeah, <laughs> he's different. So he, t- so, he, and he, so he took the title and it's basically saying, it's basically saying look, you guys are going to respect me. And he has the Bollywood boys in his corner. What the, they call them? The Singh the Brothers? Singh Brothers, yeah. The Singh Brothers now, whatever. So... That kind of has, like, the numbers game in his favor, and it's basically three-on-one against Randy York. So they're actually kind of putting it in your head, like, okay, maybe Ginger Mahal isn't a joker. Maybe yeah. he is not really Ginger Mahal. <laughs> you know what? Because of this House of Horror match, he deserved to have the title still. <laughs> he deserved it. Ginger should take that title away from this situation completely. Yeah, and then, like I say, he got great heel heat because he's just that foreigner. And foreigners will always get heel heat when they point out that they're, di- that they're different from American. And that's My only gripe is I want Arya Vari in this in this faction. We may get that eventually, um, but I, I'm really happy that they ran with the the one thing that I hope. I hope that Randy doesn't out of the blue just have the title on Sunday. Night. <laughs> like, well, we don't know if this is even. In, in, in the ring or on location, because he keeps saying, in my house. Yeah. I'm going to burn the roof. I'm like, okay, so I'm assuming this is on site. I'm assuming it's on location as well. I'll be disappointed if it's not. But I'm really going to be pissed if Randy all of a sudden just has the belt on Sunday. Because to me, you kind of lose what you got out of Tuesday night. Because to me, I, I want to see Jinder show up on SmackDown on Tuesday still with the belt. I want to see him holding it, because this match has nothing to do with the title. So you can kind of kill two birds with one stone. You get the title out of the equation altogether, and you have Jinder Mahal keeping that story going of that I just left with the title. Like, I'm holding it now. It's mine. Um, but, well, actually, Donovan, so so you're you're in on Jinder Mahal as well right now. Yeah. Your only gripe is that Arya Davari has not taken part in this yet. Yeah, that's it. Um, so what do you think? Bray or Randy wins on Sunday? doesn't matter but uh, Randy in order for this I mean uh, it's, it makes sense like the WWE like we're not stupid bitch like we know what's going on Randy has to win 
because he has to continue to shoot with Jinder Mahal. Like, it's obvious. And, I mean, and he has to win simply because he, he really isn't at a disadvantage because no one knows what the House of Horror match is. <laughs> he is at a disadvantage because only Bray knows. That's why Bray Wyatt. Bray doesn't like, even know. Yes, he does. He he's the one who came up with the match. So we know what we know. Bray just said something, and then they say, "Yeah, it sounds good." Now, what is it? And Bray was like, "I, I don't know." <laughs> like I, like, this is this is my whole point. It's like anytime somebody comes up with a crazy match and they don't explain the rules are, you never really know until until it pops up. Mm-hmm. But this kind of match, you really nobody knows. Creator doesn't know. Vince doesn't even know. So we're, we're basically assuming it's on site. And this is Bray Wyatt's made-up match. So, and the title's on the line. So, before you, if, if, if you're going forward with Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor, before Bray Wyatt loses to the Demon King, he has mm. to win. And this is not for the title, so Randy won't lose anything. He's not going to lose anything being a match that he doesn't know what it is or, or the objective of it. So, Bray Wyatt is going to win this match because it's his match. I don't think so. And, and on top, well, he may. I, I, I mean, we... Asylum match. That's all I want people to remember. The asylum match. We, we, okay? remember, we remember that too. We, me and Ron remember it too. We hated it. Yeah, that was to me the worst match of 2016. That was the worst thing Jericho did all year. No, but he redeemed himself with the thumbtacks. Yes, box. yes. Um, which he brought up the other night yes. as well. The 69 thumbtacks I had to peel out of my body. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Bray as well. I feel like I don't trust that they'll do this, but them taking the title out of the picture. Means that Randy won't lose the title in this match. I feel like you can't weaken Bray anymore as you're moving him to Raw. To me, they just built in the excuse where Randy can lose and it's not a big deal for him. So I'm going to go with Bray. And I don't trust they're going to do that, but that's what they should do, and that's what I'm predicting. And it's it's Bray Wyatt, so who knows what they're going to do. You're right. There (laughs) there is no way to know. Uh, We got AJ Styles against Baron Corbin again. Uh, As we said with Owens on commentary... AJ wins with the sunset flip counter on the power bomb. I thought this was a good match. I thought this could have been a really good match had it gotten a little more time. Uh, But I I really like what they're doing with this, and I'd like to see more of AJ and Corbin in the future. But uh, we mentioned KO jumped in, took out AJ. Corbin joined in. Sami Zayn gets in on the act, took out Corbin, and then KO takes out Sami anyway, hits the pop-up power bomb on AJ Styles. I can't wait till they really run with AJ and Owens. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm really curious because not that I didn't like AJ, but he really hit his stride when he turned. Mm-hmm. When he went heel, he really hit his stride and, like, hit a whole other level. I'm curious if he's still going to be at that level as more of a babyface character. Well, he's, well, his entrance, he's still coming off doing the same heel entrance, mm-hmm. but the one thing I noticed was... He wasn't called the face that runs the place this week, yeah. which I was disappointed at. Yeah, I've always loved that. He <laughs> wants to be introduced as the face that runs the place. I'm, I'm really interested to see where that feud goes, and I'm really excited for it. So, Lowdown, you're a big fan of both of these guys, correct? Yeah. Do you think Kevin Owens gets the extended run with the U.S. title, or do you think there's any chance AJ takes it from him? Uh... I think, I mean, it would, I don't know. Like, it's hard choice. This is another one of those matches where it's like I just sit back and watch how it plays out. Um, it would make sense. It would make more sense for AJ to win it. Um, I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't be mad either way, honestly. Like, 
it's it's a tough decision for me. Like cause they're my two favorite uh, male wrestlers right now. Is, um, in that company, and it's just it's a hard choice for me to choose. Um, but it it logically makes sense for AJ to win. I would like to see KO get an extended run with it, only because I think there's a lot of promise on his Face of America Open Challenge. Like I want to be able to see him do that every week for a while. And I want to see AJ kind of get back into the world title picture as well. I just don't know how long it's going to take before we see that. Well, I wouldn't mind AJ winning it because that puts him closer to the, the being a triple count, crown member. Well, that's so true. I wouldn't mind him getting it and then KO getting it back. And then, you know, he moves on to the tag division and getting that. And then we get him in there early and then, you know. Halo, <laughs> your thoughts on this story, where it's going to go. Well, a, what are you looking forward to about Well, it? I'm looking forward to the progression because this is basically something for Owens to do, be on commentary, same thing on Raw. You got to get Owens on the show somehow because mm-hmm. he has a match with Chris Jericho. So you have to kind of put that over a little bit and build that to an extent. I like Owens was actually standing tall, but I'm, I re- I'm really looking forward to when they actually like let these two actually talk against one each other. And Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin, you, got, you, you, you integrate Sami Zayn. That should be fun. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun too. Uh, I'm... But I just hope, I mean, it's just more of the same of Sammy, you know, getting squashed. Yeah. Typical Sammy Zayn. Which is mostly what's been happening to him since he came up. Yeah, but that's typical Sammy Zayn. Like I pointed out last week, everybody wants Sammy Zayn to be in a prime position. But this was Sammy Zayn in NXT. <laughs> Do you think the high point of Sammy Zayn's WWE career is going to be him beating Kevin Owens at Payback yeah. Battleground last year? For the most part, yes. Yeah, thus far. Like, do you, do you think it's going to get higher than that for him, or do you think he's just is what he is and that's it? I think I think there's actually like, let's say the roster gets real thin. Mm-hmm. I think he may actually get a, get a shot at the roster. Act, actually gets thin, like due to injury, in, injuries possibly. But I do think he'll get a shot. I'm not sure how close he'll get, but I do think he'll get his shot. Do you think he ends up with this U.S. title at some point in the next six months? Well, or do you think they keep those two apart? Well, I would like to see it. They're not going to keep him apart, Ron. Because the whole thing last year was it has to end, and they ended up on the same show. And they had three meaningless matches. Like back to back to back. In, in a month. <laughs> that, that doesn't count the other stuff we got yeah. before that. And then they got. They, 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 and then they put them on SmackDown together. It's like these two are going to fight forever, basically. And Laugh was adamant about Owens versus Zayn should have been the, for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. And. You can't keep these guys away from each other because they're always synonymous with each other. But I think we'll get them going against each other probably around SummerSlam time again because they can't get away from oh, each other. Hopefully we get the ladder match this time. That'd be nice if we yeah, got I, that. I, and I think Sami Zayn may be the one to beat him. Which would be great. Yeah. Uh, it, it, that tells their story. That Honestly, and that makes the last year worth it for Sami Zayn. Like, yeah, he's kind of been in a bad position for most of it. But if he ultimately comes out there, it's kind of huge if that's where it ends up. Uh, opening the show, it was actually you know, mentioned, advertised as the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> was going to open the show. That's new, right? Like yes. I didn't just miss that. Yeah, it's a Vince thing. Oh, yeah, stupid. It's a Vince thing. So I'm glad you said that because my only thought when I start hearing that, I saw it on the promo for like on Raw. I saw it. You know, that day, obviously, Renee Young announced it. And that's all I'm thinking is, like, uh, my feeling is they split the shows last (laughs) summer. Vince was probably all hands on deck on Raw. And SmackDown was probably had didn't have their hands tied by Vince as much. Which is part of the reason why we've all enjoyed SmackDown so much more over the last 
eight, nine months, however long it's been going on. Then all of a sudden, SmackDown starts to get more notoriety, and this, this makes me feel like Vince is like, ah, we have this other show I need to get my hands on, because it definitely has been Vinceified. Like, do we really need to be calling Shinsuke Nakamura the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura? <laughs> They're gonna. They're, are they trying to make him unlikable? I don't know, but I hated that. I hated the whole Dolph trying to make him Michael Jackson bit. That was stupid to me. Well, like, everything Dolph no. did in this whole segment was stupid. Yeah, like I literally went back to watch when he cashed in the money in the bank uh-huh. like the other day, and these were happier times for Dolph. These oh, were yeah. happier times to be a fan of Dolph Ziggler. That's or what Dolph, Dolph I've been waiting for. Dolph Ziggler is what I'm calling him now. <laughs> Yeah, this was not really a good segment. It's like Vince really just needs to to step back. (laughs) Because what makes you think that this is good? Now, I I read something else. I know we're not the biggest fan of the dirt sheets, but I read something that basically Mauro Nala was brought in to be different from Michael Cole. And then Vince started getting annoyed by Mauro's style and started wanting wanting him to be more like Michael Cole. It's like, why? Nobody likes listening to this guy. I really think he... If you didn't have Michael Cole as your lead announcer, Roman Reigns would not be getting booed the way that he is. But because you have guys that are unlikable, like Michael Cole and Byron Saxton (laughs) and David Atunga kind of championing your baby faces, it makes you less likely to like them because you don't want to be on their side. Corey Graves does a great job of making you feel the way you're supposed to feel about the, the best one there right now. I don't like to me that that's the most asinine thing I've heard. Is let's bring in this different guy from Michael Cole and then say, "Ah, oh, we need you to be more like Cole." Like I, Booker that, T I just care. came back and he's already better than Michael Cole. Yeah, Booker T. I did miss Booker T. I hope that I, I wish they would just keep him there in that spot. <laughs> But uh, to me, like th- <laughs> yeah. this was so bad that Nakamura actually was getting what chance? Yeah, that table spot where uh, where Bray and uh, and uh, and Miz and all them were like mm-hmm. Booker T is the only one who had time to grab all of his notes off the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, he takes his notes very seriously. Everyone else just left their notes. Booker said, "No, I took time on these. I'm sitting there coming with me." Yeah, Booker prides himself on being very prepared. Even though that was the end of the show and he didn't need the anymore, but but even he completely still, grabbed those things. Yeah, uh, this was uh, this segment really bothered me. It bothered me on multiple levels. One, the fact that they made Shinsuke Nakamura less appealing, which that's probably me being over dramatic. If you like Shinsuke, you're still going to like him. Well, in another bad shirt. Yeah, another bad shirt. And then Ziggler just being like continuously getting worse now. Like there, did Alo. Did you find anything redeemable about this opening segment? I never thought I'd say this, mm-hmm. but get Dolph Ziggler off my television. <laughs> I'm I, I watched it. I'm like, what is this? Like, like Donovan, I'm, I might follow up and watch him cashing money to bank for another happier time because <laughs> I don't know what this is. Like, like what is this? Like, Dolph Ziggler is what it is. If the paper, like, Dolph Ziggler is not the one you want carrying a feud on the microphone. If the pay if the 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 pay per view was this Sunday like payback is and this one the match was that's fine but you have to carry this over for another three weeks until you get the backlash. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I, I hope Ziggler just wrestles and doesn't talk anymore and Nakamura just kind of messes messes with him. But don't get your hopes up. I know I can't. But <laughs> like what like what is he? Do you think everybody's going to outshine him? But it's like 
What's with this cadence? Like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Whose idea was this? Yeah, there's nothing about this that I'm understanding. I no, don't. Nothing about this is landing for me. It's this not- is what happens when you've tried too hard for, for multiple years and you just can't win. So you just give up all hope, and this is what you become. Ugh. I, I don't know. I know I don't need to see any more of it, though. It's like he had that, that great feud with the Miz and just went downhill from there. Like, like even um, when the first the first episode of SmackDown Live, when the, they quoted the land opportunity, he was the number one contender for the world title. Mm-hmm. And to see how far he's gone. It's and that ridiculous. match fell flat at SummerSlam. Yes. That match was horrible. It was horrible. And to see where he is now, it's like, God. Yeah, the, the mighty have fallen. Yes. <laughs> Uh, women's division on SmackDown. We had Charlotte winning the number one contendership last week. She gets her title shot against Naomi this week. Charlotte looking as tan as Hogan. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else noticed that. Noticed it. Super tan. Uh, loved her line about most WWE superstars have blood running through their veins. I have gold running through my veins. And her saying, I accomplished everything there was to accomplish on Raw. I need this SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, we had Naomi do an interview with Renee Young directly before the match, saying basically, you know, in this situation, I'm Ali, Charlotte is, is Foreman. Ayla, what did you think of Naomi's interview? Horrible. Pre-match. It's horrible. Donovan? Uh, I, I don't care for Naomi like that. <laughs> uh, I, I was hoping you would ask me that and not try to defend it. Um, I no. The only thing I'll say is I like the line of okay. her calling herself Ali because okay. it's like you're the champion. Okay, carry yourself like you're the champion. Don't carry yourself like Charlotte's better than you. Okay, I'll give you that because everything else about it was bad. She but, talks like like someone's black grandmother, baby. Like, <laughs> I, I can't. I hate when she like talks like she's just. Uh, I just hate it. Like, and I hate the. I mean, the glow gimmick is cool, but at the same time, like I could, I don't. I don't like it. So I don't know. Like I'm, I'm in a limbo on Naomi. Like, so I like the gimmick mostly because it's completely different from anything else they're doing. It there's a ton of production value in it, um, and it's better than anything they've let her do in the time she's been there. True. So I like it for that, and I like that it's allowing her to kind of be in a prominent spot. I thought this match was really good, though. It was fun. And it was really picking up before, what are they, the welcoming committee? Is that what they're calling <laughs> themselves? No, the thing that pissed me off about this mm-hmm. match was, you know, and a lot of times on SmackDown when they have, like, good main events, mm-hmm. it's 9.56. Yeah. And you could tell it's like, okay, we gotta hurry up, we gotta hurry up, we gotta mm-hmm. hurry up, because they get cut off at 10 yeah. on the dot. And that's how I felt with this match. There were times I felt like that, but, like, that last, like, three, four minutes, I thought it was really getting good. There were a lot of good spots in it. And I think there's a lot of potential in these two working together mm-hmm. in the future. Because like, it's one thing with Charlotte and Sasha, who had all those years at the Performance Center and NXT, to be able to shine when they get to the main roster. It's not like Naomi and Charlotte have worked together a lot at this point. And I'm like, I, I see something here that's going to be really good eventually. So I'm excited. I hope that they keep this going for a while. I hope it's not Charlotte wins at the next pay-per-view and then... That's the end of it. Well, I don't know if we're even going to get at backlash because the, the quote-unquote welcoming committee comes out. It's what, three of them and mm-hmm. James Ellsworth? James Ellsworth calling the shots was perfectly <laughs> outside. I could not stop laughing. Lowdown, how do you feel about Ellsworth in this spot that he's in right now? Uh, I mean, I figured, I feel like that's a good pocket for him to be in because I know me personally, I wonder what they were going to do with him 
like as time went on because it's kind of like he doesn't wrestle yeah. uh at least not there anyways um so I, I think it's a perfect spot for him to be in just kind of like somebody they, they bring on as a character and he just kind of plays these different roles and i think it's a good role for him to play in me too. But him calling the shots was perfect. <laughs> oh, well, of course, it's always like that. The one, the one who's least capable of doing anything is going to be to have the biggest mouth. So, and then with Becky Lynch, her, she had an interview on Talking Smack saying she, Charlotte, Charlotte earned it. I don't got a problem with Charlotte. So I'm not sure we're going to get because Charlotte, Charlotte. I don't want Charlotte to turn face. I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to get. I don't want that. I, I could see like I could see a backlash and be a six woman tag, mm-hmm. but I just don't want Charlotte being. Full babyface in that situation. I want her to turn right back on Naomi and Becky after the match is over. I'm having. I don't think she was right terrible. Huh? I don't think she was terrible. No, but I just, I just no, I just like Charlotte as like the cocky queen, like like Charlotte. I like, like it too, but I don't. I wouldn't mind her being a face at the moment either. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm in I'm in limbo on that. Like, either way, I'll take Charlotte. Like Charlotte, like I said, like I and this is on record. I love Charlotte now. Like I have no gripes with her anymore. So I have to put that on record. Well, I'm having deja vu as we're talking about this. Alo, this is reminding me of the new day. What you were saying about the new day, <laughs> and unfortunately, I think that's the direction that it's going. And I remember you were in denial for like a month. I was about them turning, and they did. I see. I do think Charlotte loses something by being a babyface. Yeah. Now it's possible she's grown enough in the last year plus of being a heel that she will be better as a character as a babyface, but. She was not nearly as good before she turned heel, and she kept getting better every week. So I'm a little concerned about it, and also that may take off her feud with Naomi off the table if she's a baby face. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because I think, I, I think we may end up getting because we got a six-pack challenge at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. so that's what I'm saying we might get that six-man tag, well, six-woman tag, because yeah. three weeks to Backlash, you could have, you have matches, you could, combinations of matches you can do leading up to Backlash, and then Charlotte wants a title gold run through, run through her veins yeah. so she can go right back to Naomi after, the, after that and you can get a triple threat maybe between her, Becky, and Naomi. Yeah. Uh, Alo, do you think Becky Lynch has lost all of her momentum? They have done, they've done nothing with her. The, do you see anything on the horizon for her? It all depends on how to... It all, it's like she's like the the outcast. But not even the outcast. Like, the afterthought. <laughs> no, because no, like what they're doing on SmackDown is like they have the welcoming committee, and then Becky Lynch is like the lone wolf, basically. It's like she's just there, mm-hmm. and you know she's gonna get involved in this somehow, some way. There's been rumors going around that she's gonna face James Ellsworth in her gender match. Which I They're gonna turn this. I feel uh, like I her and Becky Lynch. <laughs> I, I feel that. like Charlotte and Becky Lynch are gonna team up and they're gonna face the welcoming committee. Yeah, yeah. I said Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky in a six woman tag at, at Backlash. I, that's what it looks like right now to me. I want to see Becky in a gender <laughs> match with James Ellsworth. I would love that. That would be sports entertainment. And it's maybe, I don't know if it maybe it is. I was going to say that. And I feel like I'll be getting a lot of angry text messages tomorrow <laughs> if I say that. But uh, he, he hates everything. Don't worry. It, it would be very, uh, okay, sports entertainment at its finest. I'll, I'll say it. Her hitting him with the, the Bexploder yes. and the arm bar. Ta- him tapping out immediately. The missile drop kick. <laughs> I, I would, oh yeah, him tapping out <laughs> immediately before it's even completely locked in would be great. Uh, tag division, we had a beat the clock challenge last night for number one contendership. American Alpha beat the Colognes. I, I said last week I'm going to keep calling them the Shining Stars, but 
I respect the Cologne name in the wrestling world, <laughs> and I feel like this is better for them than the Shining Stars ever were. So instead of trying to hold them back, I'm going to support the change from them. American Alpha won with the Grand Amplitude in 5 minutes and 17 seconds. I thought it was a decent match. The Ascension versus Brazongo. And not only did Brazongo win the match, but they also beat the clock and became so the excited. number one contenders. I was so excited. And then I didn't watch uh, Talking Smack, but I did even see that Fandango and Breeze cut a promo on clocks. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That they hate clocks, they hate sundials, they hate anything that keeps track <laughs> of time. I gotta watch that. Yeah, you should watch it. Um, awesome. And they said that they would have given uh, JBL and Renee tickets, except they're saving them for the Usos. The, the Uggos. <laughs> the Uggos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love Brazongo. I don't know if this means anything. It doesn't. I'm just happy for it. But think- I'm, I'm happy that they at least have something for right now. Yeah, because I think there was a... A, a stat going around. Tyler Breeze hasn't won a match all year. Yeah. Well, he broke the streak. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lowdown. You're, are you a big Breeze guy, or am I remembering that wrong? Uh, I like Breeze. Uh, he obviously hasn't been booked well, so it's not much to – haven't been much to lack about him. But I, I definitely like him and Fandango together. Like, they're definitely a hilarious team. And I honestly wouldn't mind seeing the gold on them either. Do you think there's any chance of that? I mean, with SmackDown, I think there is. If they were on Raw, I would be like, completely no. But I think on SmackDown, there's a chance because I feel like they can get people behind them. And as long as the people are behind them, I feel like that's more of a of a, a reason to put the belt on them at some point. Even if it's for a small period of time, I still think it's a it's something. It's, there are two people that you can put the belt on and there won't be a large outcry about it. I think people would go nuts. If they won the titles, yeah, I don't, I don't think they are, but I'm just excited because they can have some. Because you know, I love Tyler Breeze. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for him to have, perhaps to have something since he debuted, but they, he, he, he's got nothing other than beating Dolph Ziggler. He hasn't done anything special. You had your own ticket written by the Fashion Popo. I did impersonators at I did. Access. I did. You still have the ticket? I, it's not going nowhere. It's go, it's going it's it, it's going to get framed. Have you worn that jean jacket since? Yes, I have. Okay, <laughs> so it didn't <laughs> discourage you from wearing the jean nope. jacket. Okay, good. <laughs> We also had Rusev with a recorded message saying how he does not like Daniel Bryan or Shane. <laughs> He'll only come to SmackDown Live if he gets a title match at Money in the Bank, which is an oddly specific time, but obviously he's re- rehabbing from an injury or whatever. So is that what they're going to do, put Rusev in a title match at Money in the Bank, or do you think they get around it? Um, I don't know, because he, pre- he was pretty adamant about Money in the Bank, so I wouldn't be shocked if he did. Um... Do you think that this is going to be good for Rusev making the move to SmackDown Live? It's something different because that means he doesn't have to lose a Roman Reigns every week. True. Uh, Lowdown, what do you feel about Rusev making the jump? Uh, I like it. Um, it's funny. I like you kind of realize like the people that move over to SmackDown now. Like there's so much. There's so many people that can get in the title situations. Like. Rusev, I think, is, you know, a guy. Sammy's a guy. Kevin Owens is a guy. AJ's a guy. Uh, Randy's there. Uh, they're trying to build gender. And a lot of people count this guy out, but I think he can get a, a, a singles run, even while he's still in the stable. I think Big E can get a, t- a, a tighter run in a way while he's on that, uh, on SmackDown as well. So, um, and I wouldn't mind seeing a Rusev versus Big E for a title. Like, that would be a dope match, too. Um, 
but I think him making the jump is good because it, it, it obviously like SmackDown is the land of opportunity, and I feel like he will get more opportunity to do different things there, and it won't be you know a whole bunch of silly things. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm curious to see him on SmackDown. I really hope that they do something with him because I think people, a lot of people don't realize how good he actually is. And he's a lot of fun to watch in the ring. He can be unbelievably funny on the microphone. But he also can play a good monster. And I'm not sure what incarnation we're going to get. I think they're going to lean more towards him being a monster. But I'm looking forward to seeing it. That is everything from WWE. Does anybody has anything else they want to comment on from the two shows? No, I don't. Lowdown, anything else? Nah, I think I'm good on those shows. You're good? How about... Any questions? Well, I got something to say I want to say about NXT. Uh-huh. I'm high on NXT right now, <laughs> actually. I really am. Thanks to the Falls Comedy Anywhere podcast. Uh-huh. Available iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. So, last weekend, I, I, I caught up on the last two, three episodes of NXT. Yeah. And I was... I saw something there. It, it like, um... I put on... I, I put on Facebook about the stats with about... Drew McIntyre versus Oni Lorca, and yeah. that was a physical match. And then I looked at the landscape of NXT. We were talking about how NXT hasn't built, like, really built anybody. And you go you go through the rosters, and you see what's going on, and, and how and who's in the top positions. Once you get Bobby Roode and Oscar out of there, you really have basically, and in the old NXT, yeah, because it's not really big like big top names from other promotions. Because Alistair Black, he was. He was from from um the, from the UK, so he's not as well known as a as a Ring of Honor guy yeah. or, or 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 an Impact guy. When she get Oscar out of there, because she's been so dominant. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if any, if you want to spoil if you don't want to hear spoilers, fast forward about three minutes. Uh-huh. Take over Chicago Fatal Four Way Oscar Ember Moon Nikki Cross Ruby Riot. So that's the way. And then they um. Ember Moon cut a promo about how she came so close and how Oscar had to cheat to beat her. Mm-hmm. So that's a way to get Oscar to drop the title, yeah. and I think we get Oscar after, after SummerSlam because that le- that probably leads to take over Brooklyn, yeah, or, or or something before that. So I'm actually really high because it has like Alistair Black. You could build him up. Drew McIntyre, he could stay down. He could stay down there. You still have Sanity. I'm not sure what you're doing with DIY. I think DIY is gonna stay down there until um. When, when the other half of TM61 is back because you need a, you need a babyface tag team. Mm-hmm. They, they actually have a match with AOP at TakeOver Chicago as well. It'll be a ladder match with the tag titles. So it's actually really interesting. I don't, think, I don't know if they're going to do a Hideo Itami yet because I'm not sure how they view him because of durability issues, yeah. but I don't think the last time that was really his fault because I knew it was something with Angelo Dawkins. Mm-hmm. But back at Full Sail and with the characters they have that can actually be built up, I think NXT is in a good place right now. Well, that's good. That's good to hear because I've missed NXT. Like it was always like a fun part of the wrestling week until it just stopped being a fun part of the wrestling week for me. And I would enjoy it if it got back to that. Um, and at Takeover, I, I did see a little bit of seeds planted. Uh, Derek actually texted me that uh, I need to see what they did with uh, Roderick Strong this week. Really? On NXT, so that's something, another thing to, to oh, watch no, um, out for. Tyler Bate and Jack Gallagher for the UK title was this week. Was it? Yeah, well, I, mean, I wanted to see that too. So they're they're doing some good stuff at NXT. Maybe I'll have to stop being so harsh on them uh, for the time being until they give me another reason to be. 
But I'm, I'm more than willing to give them credit for building that thing back up because it got a little stale, but I'm ready for it to, to get fresh again. It sounds like it, it might be on the way there. Uh, so what do we have listener question-wise this week? All right, we got a question from the godfather of the podcast, Joel Lafferty. Okay. All right. After Raw and SmackDown, I am so disappointed. <laughs> Damn it. I thought he was going to do an over-under. I really want to do one. <laughs> oh, no. I keep asking myself if Payback is a Raw or SmackDown pay-per-view. Where's the universal title? Where's the IC title? Why are Finn and the Miz on the pre-show and the talk show segment? Why did Braun lose the Kalisto? What planner are we on? With all due respect to Naomi and Charlotte, why are AJ Owens or my WWE title not in the main event segment? I truly cannot make sense of any of this. Yo, laugh just read the Jada Kiss's Why song. <laughs> so I don't know what planet we're on, but we're in the WWE universe. Unfortunately. Um... And I don't even have answers to any of that stuff. This is, this honestly is a mess. It's a confusing slop fest to, I, I don't like to be so ungracious, but there's a lot going on. I'm like, I don't know why this is happening. I'm not following what you're doing. I don't know what your plans are going forward. You're not telling any story that has any type of cohesiveness to it at all. Um, there are some matches I'm looking forward to, but I don't like this split show pay-per-view i think they could have handled this a lot better it's made it a little bit of a burden to lead up to yeah the universal title not being on tv as much as i'm happy it's not on bill anymore i am annoyed that it's not on tv at all anymore uh yeah and i don't i can't say anything that's gonna make him feel any better about it because i don't think i'm feeling as uh, aggravated about it as he is but i'm not far off did you wake up angry I didn't wake up angry okay. today, no. Right. That, that was not me. <laughs> okay. So, the Universal title is on Brock Lesnar's ranch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In Canada. In Canada, wherever he's living nowadays. I, I, I gave my point about the IC title. You build it as the main event, you, as a thing throughout the show, with Ambrose and The Miz, and it's not even on the show. Or, or the pre-show, The Miz is doing a talk show segment with Finn Balor for no reason, apparently, which makes no sense because we, we don't need to know who Finn Balor is because Finn Balor is the first Universal Champion, so we, have no, so we, we know who he is already. But if they do a Finn Balor and Miz thing, I will love it, but it should be... Then you basically waste time doing that whole Ambrose thing for nothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are all in the WWE Universe, so things don't make sense here. Mm-hmm. Things are all over the place. Logic doesn't exist. Ex- exactly. <laughs> it, it doesn't. And why aren't AJ and Owens on the main event? Who knows? But I'm glad the women got the spot. I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of the women getting their shine too. Mm-hmm. Donovan. Uh, yeah, we're we're uh, WWE logic. That's, that's, <laughs> all I, that's all I can say, bro. Uh, you can't say anything that's going to alleviate his concerns at all. Yeah, because I, I really, I, like, I asked the same question. I actually probably have more questions than what you asked. So, uh, I literally cannot, like, I'm baffled as well. Like, so I, I literally, I don't know. Like, your confusion has confused me more than what I've already been confused. Well, see, You've I'm, added to my confusion. Yeah, when they do things like that, I just laugh. I'm like, okay, that makes no sense. I just laugh it off. That, that's how I do That's how I take it. Like I said, I get enjoyment every time we do the show, and you just exclaim, that makes no sense, every single time. So there's just a lot of things that don't make sense. Like, Yeah, unfortunately, it's worse now than it's been. 
Uh, what else do we got? All right, this next question comes from jo- from Josh Side Pony Aguina. Practice guy, Junior. With all the emphasis on the winner of the U.S. title match going to SmackDown, is there any is there any chance Jericho actually wins? I still think Owens can be on Raw and finish out the story with Hunter and Joe. I'm sorry, read that to me one more time. With all the emphasis on the winner of the U.S. title match going to SmackDown, is there any chance Jericho actually wins? I still think Owens can be on Raw and finish out the story with Hunter and Joe. As much as I would love to see that Hunter, Joe, and Owens story pay off on Raw, I really don't see any way that Jericho wins. and I'll be legitimately shocked if Jericho wins and ends up on SmackDown. Um, so, yeah, I think that story was just teased and we're not, we're not going to get it. Maybe ever. I I, I think he's staying the U.S. champion. I think he's staying on Raw. Lowdown? Well, one, I'm upset because you moved him, and then there's no Pete Dunne in the faction. So (laughs) Yeah, you were Uh, clamoring for that. So uh, I'm I'm upset about that. But um, is there a chance that Jericho Jericho can win? Yes. Do I think Jericho's going to win? No. Why? Because Fadji's going on tour soon, so it'd be pointless for him to win and Mm -hmm. Go through the whole motion. So, is that a possibility? Yes. Off of WWE logic, would that happen? No. <laughs> Off of regular logic, would that happen? Should that happen? No. So you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> Do you believe there's a chance, Halo? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Jericho's touring with Bozzy soon, so I don't think. I think this is basically his send off. Yeah, I agree with that. That's it for tonight for questions. That's it for questions. All right. So before we get out of here, just want to say, first of all, check out the Falls Count Anywhere podcast. Good friends of the show, Derek McCauley and Russell D'Agostino, and the best damn producer in the podcast business. It is Zach Harmon, right? Yes. Okay. I, I don't know why all day I've been thinking I was going to say Harper when I got on here, <laughs> and I did not want to say that. Um, check it out on iTunes, Podbean. Uh, they're doing a great job. They're putting on a great show every week. If you like wrestling outside of the WWE universe, that is the show for you to listen to. They get into UFC as well if you're into mixed martial arts. So definitely check out Falls Count Anywhere. Uh, yeah, shout like... out to the Good Brothers. They shouted me out on their show. Appreciate it. Yes. Uh, also, we would like to thank anyone that we ran into at Icons or House of Hardcore, whether you complimented us on our Matt Freakin' Madness podcast t-shirts whether you took a business card, whether you subscribed or listened to the show, we'd like to say that we appreciate it, and we will see you again on August 12th. There's uh, some people I have to personally thank real quick, Ryan, because I told sure, him I would. So first and foremost, Melina, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, down, uh, Eric, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely loading. She knows a little. Uh, as well as Eric Bischoff, X-Pac, uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, uh, Roadkill for selling me the dope Chris Benoit figure. Uh, the two guys who sold me the dope Mr. Perfect figure. I forgot mm-hmm. uh, your guy's name, but you know who you are. Thank you. Hoover uh, uh, to Guerrero. Uh, uh, who else did I give a card to? I'm trying to think. I'm blanking out. The guy who was waiting for me to give him a card, but I, I didn't give him a card initially. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, And anybody else, I'm, I'm forgetting people now who I gave cards to, but thank you. And thank you for Maven for coming out of hiding. You know, no one cares. Was it Tagadate? Is that the, the booth he was at or something I thought it was like war, called War. No, it was, t- it was some like wrestling fan dating yeah. website or app. I don't know what it was. 
But yeah, yes. Maven, yeah, Maven, super cool to see you. Um, oh, shout out to Bull Dempsey. I ran into Bull Dempsey too. Shout out to Bull Dempsey. Bull James, is that or his name? Bull now? James, yeah. Oh. Sorry. Oh, and Bubba raised two dollars, you owe. Yeah. Oh, yo, yeah. So I gotta end the, we can end on that note. <laughs> so there's a guy it's funny, the guy that was in front of me was the guy that was behind me in the line to get in. Really? So um yeah, so he's like, Bubba Ray, huh, how much is for a handshake? And Bubba Ray's playing. He's like, yo, that's about $74,000. I'm like, well, hell, I'll give you $2 just to cuss at me. He goes, well, go fuck yourself. Now give me my $2. I'm like, oh, so you want the money? He's like, yeah, I want the money. So I'm like, well, I got to go, go to the ATM. Like, I don't have any cash. He's like, no, 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 I don't want to hear that. And he's like, and don't you run off on me. I'm like, all right, cool. So somebody starts talking to him. So I kind of backpedal out of there, <laughs> come back to the old Matt Madness table. <laughs> and, like, I'm kind of waiting for him to leave. So eventually we leave. You know, we go to this terrible barbecue spot um, on South Street. <laughs> then we head back to the 2300 Arena for, for the uh, House of Hardcore event. Bubba Ray is at the entrance. So I'm like, I want to go and see what else is on the other side, see some of the other guys. But he's directly at the beginning of the entrance. So I'm like, I can't go anywhere. And at this time, uh, Eric Trambicki, Eck 2 Fly, he's he's in front of me. I'm like, yo, Eck, let me hold $2, bro. And he's like, $2? Why? And I'm like, because I owe Bubba Ray $2. And he's like, or Bully Ray, sorry. And he's like, dude, do you think he's really worried about the $2? I'm like, I absolutely know he's worried about the $2. So he's like, all right, bro, here's $2. So I'm like, hey, Bubba. And he's like, he kind of waved me off first. He was like, hey, you, I was looking for you. I was like, I bet you were. And I was like, you know what? I owe you $2. He's like, you're damn right you owe me $2. I'm like, well, here's your $2. I'm a man of my word. And he's like, baby, because he's talking to Bubba Scott. He's like, honey. He's like, this is the guy who owed me $2 from earlier for cussing at him. So she, like, looks like, really? Like, you really wanted the $2 from him? <laughs> so he's like, because you're a man of your word, you have five seconds to take a picture. Hurry up. So I ended up getting – I got a discount on a picture of Bubba Ray Dudley because of something earlier. This is how you set up a discount, fellas. That is. You, plan, you planned ahead. And we also met Tommy Dreamer at Dinner Night, me and, and we met Pentagon Jr. as well. So shout out to those guys as well. Yeah, those guys are great. An awesome time. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll leave it at this. I'll just mention our good friends at TSC Magazines, the fastest-growing magazine in the modern era of pro wrestling. They serve you with monthly issues, which have fresh content only for wrestling addicts like you, right from the ring to your desk. So pre-order a free issue now as per the free trials from magtsc.simplesite, site, S-I-T-E dot com, or directly download the released issues from freeebooks.net. That is F-R-E-E hyphen ebooks.net. So thank you to those guys. Check out the magazine for the voice that runs the place, the European champion, Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd, for the face of the heel, the mouth of the bout, the whole effing podcast, Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd, no relation. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. Top guys out. They talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope by the land with this elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the mission, man. It ain't safe to land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.